Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. The hour of 10 o'clock, and this is Hope Alive Radio Station. Right now, you are tuned into the talk with the rich aunties, myself, Noah Saran, and the beautiful Miss Ole Guha. It's a Wednesday, like I have declared that this is my first, second, and yeah, favorite day of the week. After Thursday, it's Wednesday mm. because God's love and ask a pastor, and now they go hand in hand. It has become my favorite time of the week. And today, as per norm, we are joined by our favorite pastor. Yeah. Yeah. With the drip, like Sipo says, but when it's on a trip, hey, come on, somebody, when it's on a trip, and we're joined in studio by Pastor Jacob Msipa, and he's been with us for the past three weeks. We have been speaking all things tithing and mm-hmm. offering, and your questions have come through. Even when I go through the lives again, and I'm like, yeah, people mm-hmm. have questions. <laughs> like I feel like you know, they teach this at church, but they just want to see what it does. Muruti uh, give the right answer does he say the things they say at church is as he well going to tell us what we want to hear yeah not the right thing. Yeah, yeah not the right thing <laughs> what they want to hear and yes and today we are wrapping up our conversation with him mm. on tithing and offerings don't forget we have a book giveaway yeah and we have selected a couple of people yes and you could be a lucky one coincidentally and like this one deserves a, a book you know yeah. so let us know we are live on our facebook on hope alive radio station uh hit us up with some questions also on our twitter streets on hope alive underscore radio send through your text send through your voice notes on 067-153-1089 good morning moroti a very good morning to you it is a very good morning a very Yay. good morning to the rich auntie Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> and how are you doing i am doing good i'm doing good by the grace of god yes Amen. we've missed you yeah. you know it, a week is a long time like, you know, like, yeah. like, well, it feels how, like home here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it should be like that. Meaning, when you want to come back, you can still come back. And, and like thinking, you yeah. <laughs> like, must come back. With a better be... topic this time. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. a better topic. <laughs> oh, there was nothing difficult about it. You handled it too well, like mm. a profession. Thank you. So we've been speaking about tithings and offerings, and yep. we have been unpacking it. You unpacked how we need to tithe. Mm. Last week, we tackled issues about the benefits of yeah. tithing. Yeah. Do we want to recap? Listeners, do you want to recap on the benefits if you missed it? <laughs> do we touch base just a bit? Maybe two, three benefits yeah, yeah. on what what are the benefits of tithing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people are up to speed as to where we were from last week. Yeah. Now we can quickly do that. Um, and of course, we said, you know, um, tithing, if you are going to give your tithe, it's part of obeying God. Mm. Um, it's one of those commandments that God has given to us. And just like any other commandment, you, of course, have benefits. You know, um, uh, when I look at Deuteronomy 28, it tells us that if we obey what God tells us, mm-hmm. there are benefits to it. You know, mm. there are many blessings that he mentions there. But in as far as tithing is concerned, you know, we, we just, you know, looked at um, how Jacob in Genesis 28 um, identified certain things that he presented before God. And my view about that really is because Abraham, we know for a fact that Abraham was a tither and Jacob being a descendant of Abraham, probably he looked, you know, at his grandpa mm. and like, yeah, no, this thing between God and my grandpa is like the coolest the thing ever. Mm. So let me go for the very same things that I'm seeing uh, in my grandpa's um, life. And mm. one of them was 
of course, he said, uh, if you can be my keeper. And we said, all of us, we want to be kept. kept. Mm. You know, people uh, go to different places because mm. they feel like I need some form of preservation mm, in yes. my life. And that's why people go for consultations and, mm. you know, they have things on their hands because, mm. you yes, know, yes. but tithing then promises us that, that God will be our keeper. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, David also declares it in, in, in Psalm 121, I think he says, he says the Lord is my keeper, mm. you know, so confidently we can look to God as our keeper when we know that we are covenant practitioners of this principle of tithing. And the second one, of course, we said God will be with us, mm. you know, uh, you know, he, he said, you know, if you can be with me and there are many other promises that we see in the Bible that are directly linked with God being with us. Mm. Moses prayed and said, God, if you are not going with us, we are not willing to go because he understood the significance of God being with you. Mm. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil mm. for you are with me and of course when we jump to malachi 3 uh, because some of the benefits um, are there as i'm giving you the last one mm. um, actually my favorite one is the lord will rebuke the devourer mm -hmm. you know because i know how our lives can be so messed up as christians sometimes you know where everything and anything just simply goes wrong you know if you're trying to patch this hole um, another one comes you mm. know and you're patching this one another one comes um, it, it, we can actually link it to how Haggai chapter I think it's chapter one where it says if we don't uh, partner with God to build his house, mm. uh, whatever that we get, we it will just come out again. We, we mm. are going to be where mm. you, know? yeah. you see money coming in, but you don't know where it, it goes, goes. Mm. you know. So yeah. So those are the benefits. So God rebukes the devourer so that nothing will mess or temper with anything that God blesses you with. Wow. Yes. That's our beautiful, quick recap. Beautiful. And this is our quick recap of the the benefits and to all the lucky winners that will be taking away the books uh, you'll be getting yourself the 12 biblical mm. benefits of tithing that is one of the books that is up for grabs and the other one is to tithe or not to tithe yeah yeah and we've touched based on that. <laughs> and uh, welcome to everyone on our socials. A special greetings to Busim Guni and Mamsi Mate Matembu right there on our Facebooks. We see you, we see you, we see you. Send through your questions. Yeah. And we just, today is a Q&A. Mm. So if you have questions for Muruti about tithing and you still feel like basically he, he touched based on something a few weeks ago and but he didn't answer me the way I want him to answer me. Today is the day where you can grill him all you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Any of the misconceptions that you've heard about tithing and offerings, mm. let us know. What, okay, this is what I heard. Muruti, please clarify for me mm. because I mean, I understand. My first question to you, Muruti, is yeah. that this is one of the questions that I got from uh, some, some of my people. Yeah. Yeah. And they were asking that, what if I really can't tithe? Mm. And I'm living from hand to mouth type of situation. Does it make me a bad Christian? It, well, you, you, you are not really a, a bad Christian. Most probably you are just simply a, a Christian who's struggling with handling your finances. Mm. Because, you know... It, it, as soon as you say, what if you can't afford to tithe? Uh, for me, that's a problem because you've got 10% for me is, is a fair transaction. Mm. It's like from what you have, even giving for that matter, you give from what you have. So it, it depends on how 
did you handle your finances the very first time you started earning some form of income? Mm. Um, what sort of, because the reason why we, we end up not affording to tithe is because of how we've handled our finances mm. really. And we pile up, it's either, it's, uh, you know, debts and uh, so many um, uh, financial burdens that we put on ourselves. Mm. And, and eventually we'll find ourselves in a place where we really can't um, afford um, to tithe but I will strongly suggest to that particular person to say, you know, readjust your priorities uh, because in any case, the Bible counsels us to prioritize God and his kingdom. Mm. You know, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and um, his righteousness and all these other things shall be added. So you, you see, this is how I look at it. <clears throat> if you are going to trust uh, yourself, your income, uh, with handling your life. Mm. I normally say that my life is, is very expensive. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's too much. It's like I can't afford to yeah. take care of myself. Yeah. And the best person I can trust with my life is God. And that's why uh, I owe it to myself to honor God in my life so that mm. I can always go to him mm. with things that I cannot be able to um, handle for myself. So if you prioritize God and put him first, mm. you know, he gives you the wisdom to go back and be able to change your wealth. So I can just advise that person that close your eyes and just simply say, decide that as from this month, I'm going to give my tithe first mm. and then start readjusting any other thing because sure. anything that you love, you will compromise for. Yes. Anything that is, is, because giving reveals the condition of your heart. Wow. Where is your heart? Where yeah. is your heart? So if really your heart is in the kingdom of God, you are going to turn your world upside down mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. if you were today to plan that you want to buy a car, by the end of this year, you will do whatever it takes. You will adjust. You will, you know, stop yeah. paying this one. Yeah. To, so yeah. why why can't we do the same thing uh, with, with tithing? Mm, wonderful. It's yeah. all about the matters of the heart. And I like what you're saying, Morute, about how, because the situation is that this person is living from hand to mouth. Yeah. Meaning, uh, 10, 10 oranges, mm. but then... Come the before end of the month, Aksana next yeah. type of situation. Mm. But then for anything that you love, like and I like the example that you're saying, what anything that you love and you are so passionate about, you will make the sacrifices yes. for. Mm. Yes. So in order for you to be like be in that place of being rooted in the things of God, you need to learn how to sacrifice because you wouldn't sacrifice not buying bread because mm. yeah. you there's something else you want to do. Mm. We don't have Yes. food in the table yes. so sacrificing for yeah. the things you love yeah i like and, that and by the way let me uh, just throw this in there that do you know that god didn't afford to save us mm. god didn't afford he had jesus christ was the only, only thing that mm. he had mm. and guess what did he do he gave he gave jesus to us why because he loved us Wow. Mm. So the, the very thing that he could not afford to do, he just said, you know what, let me just make sure that I prioritize my people. And mm. he gave his only begotten son. So wow. if he gave his only begotten son, why can't we give our only begotten 10%? <laughs> 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 because yeah. I can, like you say, what we are so indebted. <laughs> I, I get paid 5,000 rand, but mm. my budget amounts to 7,000 rand. And you're Ish. like, where am I going to get the other 2,000 yeah. rand? And now you're Ish. looking at a situation. How did you get there? I don't know. More. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. <laughs> you know, speaking of to tithe or not to tithe, Muruti, yes. 
Um, many a times, uh, I'm sure there are also people at home yeah. who are thinking to themselves that we've seen people around us uh, who are not necessarily tithing, mm. but they are flourishing. Mm. And somehow mm. they also want to subscribe to that. And yeah. they feel that, you know what, um, it, it, it means that even if I get tithe, uh, my things can still go well. Mm -hmm. what, what do we say to those kind of people? Yeah, that's a very interesting one. And mm. it, it has troubled me for a very long time. Mm. And, and I'm glad that, you know, at some point uh, I got to understand certain, um, certain things. One, I can say that um, it, it's very, um, how can I put it? It's unwise in most cases to assume mm -hmm. that simply because a person is driving a car, you know, they are living in a big house, right. to assume that they are doing well. Okay. That's, that's the first thing I would want. So yeah. out of everyone that you think is doing well, not everyone is really doing well. Mm -hmm. Because we all know that most of the people actually sustain their lifestyles with debt and all of that. Mm. And, and that is not to say everyone who does not tithe is, you know, in debt and mm -hmm. everything. But I'm just simply saying, out of, you know, all the people that we see, not all of them are doing well. Mm. Secondly, that the Bible talks about um, Joshua chapter number one, verse eight, the scripture that we um, uh, know so much and we love quoting God, talking to Joshua, he says, meditate um, um, on this book day and night, you know, and then I love the last part. He said, if you do so, you shall have what? Good mm. success. Yes, mm. yes. And, and for me, that scripture excited me because I thought to myself, look, if the Bible went to town mm. with saying good success, what does it mean? It simply means mm. there's also bad success. success. Wow. So it's not only about good success. It's also about there's also bad success. And mm. bad success in the eyes of God is not necessarily that I'm driving a bad car or I'm living in an ugly house or whatever. But bad, bad success is the kind of success that I'm trying to achieve with my own strength. Mm. And with my own power, God sees me sweating each and every day. Remember, the book of Proverbs says, do not overwork yourself to be rich. You, you know what I mean? Mm. If, if, if I accumulate wealth uh, without the blessing of God upon my life, I'm functioning under a curse. I'm working on the cursed ground. Wow. In other words, I will acquire everything around me at the expense of peace, joy, mm. you know, a well-balanced life. And I'll be, I'll have to make sure that I do whatever it takes to cover myself, to protect yeah. myself. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I will work 10 times as hard than mm. a person who says, you know what, I'm trusting God with my finances. I'm trusting God with my well-being. Mm. I'm trusting God. So even if I have one car and you have 10 cars, in the eyes of God, you know, the one who, who is prospering through God is the one who is experiencing good success. Mm. And most importantly, you don't become attached to your wealth. You see, if you are a giver, you don't get, you, wealth does not uh, even become part of your identity. Mm. You, are, you are saying to yourself, my identity is from God. You know, anything that I have, I'm not, I'm not going to spend sleepless nights because of not having one, two, three, and four. Mm. Because all of my help comes from God. Mm -hmm. So even if I'm, I'm pressed for something and right. I'm, I, I'm saying to myself, Ish, I want to achieve one, two, three, and four by mm. the end of this year. I'm not going to work 20 times as hard simply mm. because I want to achieve that. What mm. do I do? I go to God. Mm. And God shows me what is it accurately that I need to do in order for me to reach my goal. So oh. for me, we, it's all about how do we define success? How do we define success? Let me go mm. in um, one last example. 
there's this young man who comes to Jesus one day and says, look, man, uh, um, um, I've done it all. You mm. know, um, wh what else can I do? Uh, you know, I'm, I've been a good boy. I've yeah. done this. Jesus says something to him. He says, you know what? Take everything that you have. Mm -hmm. Sell it and give the money to the poor. Take. <laughs> the Bible says he went away sorrowful. Yeah. <laughs> do you know why? It's because everything that he had, he worked so hard for it. Mm. And it was going to be difficult for him to, to let it go, as, mm. as simple as that. Mm. But when you are a person who lives according to God's principles, everything you have, you realize that it comes from him. Mm -hmm. So when he comes and he says, give everything, gladly you are going to give. Why? Because you understand that the very same person who gave me these things that he says I must give. He's yeah. going to give them mm. back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, yeah. running mm. over. You see? Wow. Hey. Thank you so much. We're going to our socials. Hey, yeah. Yeah, and today yeah, yeah, I'm like taking yeah, notes. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Ruti, like you're hearing it right. Hey, let's go to our socials. So on our WhatsApp line here, uh, a question from Kat. And Kat is asking, what's the difference between first fruit offering and tithing, if there's any difference? And he continues to ask, where do we see first fruit in the word of God? And is it applicable under grace? Thank you so much, Kat, for those questions. Whoa, you see, that, that, that one is the most um, dreaded question. Right. I was mm. kind of hoping that it was not going to come up, mm. you know, because uh, it has many dynamics into it. And different churches teach different things when it comes mm. to the principle of um, first fruits, you know. Uh, and, and for me, really, uh, there is a way that we, we, we teach and we talk about uh, first fruit at church. And it's something that um, I wouldn't really want to put out there because mm. it's specifically for our own local church. So, But uh, I, I can simply say, just take what uh, your church teaches you when it comes to first fruit and, and, um, and tithing. But having said that, I, I would like to advise people that treat your tithe as your first fruit in general. What does that mean? It simply means it's the first that you give to God. Okay. Mm. It's the first that you give to God. It's the mm. first. When, when, when you receive income, take, consider God first. Mm. You know, let it be the first fruit. The first 10, mm. the principle of tithing is all about the first 10% yes. belongs to God. But like I say, when you further do a study on first fruit, and, and then dif different churches teach different things. And mm. I really wouldn't want to tamper with that because right. I, I will say something and another pastor will say, Says, at least one thing that we agree with is that 10% is for the church today, yeah. Mm. Mm. And also going on our socials, okay, when you are still on the first fruit, before we take the voice note, uh, there's a question that came through on our on our Facebook Live, and it read that, um, does livestock still, uh, like livestock, fruits, veggies, still are they still applicable even in this day and age, just like Cain and Abel when they gave uh, to, to God, when they, they gave their First fruit. Because <laughs> that's where we first God still yeah, yeah, yeah. recognize. Does still God recognize yeah, yeah, yeah. that that uh, type of yeah? So you should bring pumpkin and. and I can give yeah. first fruit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a very simple one to answer. Really, let let's start by um, looking at it this way. Do any of our churches today use animals and vegetables? I, if if we do, then bring it. Mm. <laughs> but, but what I know, but what I know today is mm. that um, uh, you know, money answers all things. Yeah. You know, with money, we can be able to do more. So, 
if you want to bring animals and vegetables, fine, but it must not replace money because you will still have money and you still use. How can I go pick and pay? You don't say I'm leaving my two vegetables <laughs> to take. I'm not leaving my two carrots to take your onions, right? Yeah, you bring true, money, true, yeah. So true. let's be fair and just bring money to church. Let's yeah. just bring money. Let's <laughs> take a voice note. Uh, Hope Alive, good morning. Good morning in studio. I hope you are good. My question for the pastor is if you are going through a financial challenge, right? And then you take a break, let's say from, well, not really take a break, but you don't tithe for like three months because of whatever that you're going through. And then you continue after that. Is that allowed or is it sinning? Or you must tithe no matter what. Even if you know, if you take the money for tithe, you will not be able to buy for buy bread or pay rent or X, Y, and Z. Thank you. Can I take a break? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you know, this is this this is one question in different forms. Yeah. <laughs> it's one and the same question. And isn't it interesting that if we, we listen to God's children who are well-meaning out there, it's not that they don't want to tie. Mm-hmm. The biggest struggle we have, we don't know how to handle our finances. Mm. Because if you are handling your finances well, there is no need for you to even think about having to choose between paying for your car and, and giving your time. But Muruti, sometimes maybe it may not necessarily be we're not able to handle our finances. What if I got a salary cut and now I have to readjust my things? But 10% is, and I, I like it because it's a percentage. Right. If you have a salary cut, I was mm. earning 8,000 rents. Yes. It, the 10% was what? 800 rents. Yes. And I have a salary cut. Yes. It's 400 rents. Right. So, I mean, it's 4,000 rents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is the tithe? Mm. It's 400 rents. So, yeah. there's going to be an adjustment there. So, it's all about, for me, it's all about your priorities as mm. a child of God. If mm. you are prioritizing God, let me let me ask this question and say, if, for an example, I'm, I am um, uh, saying to myself today, somebody who is a Christian out there um, is facing financial uh, troubles, yes, right? Yes, yes. And then there is a, a man at work mm-hmm. who says, "Oh, you know what? I can give you. I can give you money. I'm sorry for the wrong example that I'm going to use. I'm going to give you money if you can sleep with me. Mm. What are you going to do? Not take it. You are not going to take mm. it. Why? Because you understand the pr- the biblical principle concerning mm. uh, sexual p- purity mm. in your life, yes. right? Mm. So why now, when it comes to finances, if you've got financial challenges, right. you would want to temper with something that it you know, it's because it's still a biblical principle yeah. mm. of how you are supposed to handle finances mm-hmm. as a child of God. Mm. So for me, come what may, I, I will give tithe, even if I will not have enough. Because remember, let's go back to the principle of giving by faith. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, interestingly enough, this morning I was reading Hebrews chapter 11, right? Where it gives us a whole lot of many people who did things by faith. Mm-hmm. But it also mentions uh, Abel there. Mm-hmm. It says he gave a much more excellent offering by faith. Mm-hmm. So giving is by faith. So I don't give because I know what is going to happen for the rest of the month. I don't give with a, with a mind of saying, my 90% is going to yeah. sustain me for the mm. rest of the month. That should not be the attitude of giving. Yeah. The attitude of giving should be, Lord, I am doing what you said I must do. Mm. And I don't know what's going to happen. That's mm. faith. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen. For the, mm. the problem is we struggle to live by faith as the children of God. We Thank live you. according to our salaries. Right. And your salary can never be enough. Your you salary live according can, to mm. our logic. You, you live according to your logic. You, mm. you, you plan according to your budget, according mm. to your pocket. Yeah. And, but 
giving is at the faith level. When you are giving your tithes and your offerings, you're simply saying to God, God, I trust you with my life. You know, I'm not sure whether my 90% is going to be enough mm. for everything else. I'm, I don't even know what's go, what emergencies am I going to face True. during mm. this, this month. But what I know is that I'm prioritizing you in my life. Mm. So that if anything goes wrong, I can confidently come back to you and pray and ask for an intervention. Amen. So we've got to do it by faith. The minute you start calculating and mm. budgeting and mm. all of that, then you are throwing faith out of the window. Speaking of sexual purity, Muruti, uh, Sakala Yunus here is saying, good day, Muruti, a sister who fell uh, pregnant, uh, should she continue tithing or she is exempted <laughs> even after acknowledging her mistakes if her conscience isn't clear yet uh, she shouldn't tithe? She's asking a question. If the sister who fell pregnant is still praying, she mm -hmm. should still tithe. <laughs> if, <laughs> she sti as. If, if she still goes to, if she regards herself as a Christian right. still. Yes. You know, because remember, just like I said, tithing is just simply one of the things, things. that we are commanded to do <laughs> by God. So we just need to, which if, if she's still praying or going yeah. to church, if she still regards herself as a Christian. Yeah. Because remember, having sinned does not really uh, mean you are no longer a Christian. Yeah. You, you are still a Christian who fell pregnant. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so if you still your, you see yourself as a Christian, continue doing it. Sis Busim mm. is just is saying, just bring money to church, guys. Just, just, bring, just bring, bring it. Just money answers yeah. all things. Money yeah. answers all things. You, yeah. you, you know, when you, when you touch base on how um, the, the, about the parts of us handling our finances, mm -hmm. and which uh, comes back to a question that I, I got here about faith, giving by faith. Mm -hmm. So someone asked, well, can I put God on a test with my tithing? You know, because now I also picked up where we are giving by faith. I get it, get it. Mm -hmm. 100% and then 90% is mine, 10% is yours. Mm. I'm not sure if my 90% uh, is going to, to, pull, sustain, to sustain me, me throughout the whole month. Mm. Can I put God on a test? And I'm like, 10%. Mm. You know what? With the 90%, let's see. How are we handling the situation? Yeah. You see, now giving is, is, is by faith. And I, and I love the fact that some people will even talk about giving under the new covenant and mm. whatever. And, yeah. and like I'm saying, it is by faith. So now, by the time you decide to give, mm. you should be believing in that principle. Mm. By the time you mm. decide that, you know what, I'm going to give, you should, faith says, uh, I, I believe that this is what God wants me to do. Mm. And I'm going to do it not for the benefits. I'm, 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 I'm going to do it with the expectation that God is going to come through for me. Mm. But I'm just going to give it and close my eyes, move on with my life. And I'm expecting that God is definitely going to come through for me. So there's no longer a need now to do it to test God. Because mm. we have enough evidence in scripture of what, what is it that God does when somebody gives. Now sure. we have enough evidence in scripture. Mm. So I basically close my eyes, put in the envelope. Just give. You know, and speaking of closing uh, our eyes when we are giving, I was talking to a friend of mine, like he was wearing a leather jacket and I was saying to him, oh, your leather jacket is so nice and all of that. And he was like, yeah, Ole, sometimes, you know, when you buy, you must just close your eyes ah. and just to get that particular <laughs> thing. And it dawned upon me that yeah. the thing that we really want and love yeah. the most, we will 
do whatever yes. it takes to acquire that thing. So why not yes. uh, do when the same when it comes to tithing and offering? I think it's because maybe we think, Jorge, uh, God will understand that, Father, I will see you next month. Yeah, type of situation. So the season, winter, when it's summer, I am there with him. I'll come back. So I think that's the mentality. Maybe because God does not see us, and that's why we we feel like what well, Amudimu is not here; he's in heaven. If I don't give my tithe this month, I can make it up for next month again. And yeah, <laughs> these are some of the things that people have. So it is thirty-seven minutes past the hour of ten o'clock. We're gonna take quick ad breaks just to drink water, catch up, refresh, and when we come back, we'll tackle some of your questions as well. Remember, we are live on our Facebook Copa Live Radio Station. Do our our WhatsApp line is zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine, and we do. Do acknowledge everyone that is on our live given, given goodwill. Yes. Uh, Yunus, Busi, yes, we see you. We see hope. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. Yeah, when I got one, our regular yeah, here. Yeah. And and Tulani. Uh, yes, thank you so much for all the interaction. Let's take a quick ad break and we'll be back. You're listening to Hope Live Radio. Call or WhatsApp us now on 067 Do you experience headaches and blurry vision? Do you have difficulty focusing on objects? You might be suffering from eye strain. Through a comprehensive eye examination, we can identify the root cause of the symptoms. In addition, we can identify other undiagnosed conditions such as diabetes, abnormal blood pressure, and many more. Our services include eye examination, glaucoma test, and monitoring management and treatment of conditions through contact and spectacle lenses, eye exercises and or medication. Do not delay. Secure your appointment. Call us on 011-394-0263. We are located at Shop 2, 6 West Street, Kempton Park, Lane Optometrist. Your visual health is our concern. Hello, hello, hello. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Jacob Morogani from Hope Restoration Ministries in our Ebony Park campus. We are located at number 45 Bosworth Street in President Park, just behind Ebony Park. And our service times are 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. We invite you to join our life-transforming services and we promise you, you will not regret it. Like the Bible says, you know, the time is coming and it is now where the true worshippers will worship God. God in spirit and in truth and we, we promise you that you will have a good time your seat is reserved just show up and God will show himself up in your life God bless you we're looking forward to seeing you amen that tree is still standing that tree is still green but mustard seed it is not affected by the physical things, by what you see, because faith, it is not the issues of sight. We don't walk by you sight, but we walk for you to take your testimony out there. Hi, this God has been so good to me. 
Do you want your sermons or church to reach more people around the world? Visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za or email info at Radio for more information on how to submit your 30-minute sermon on Hope Alive Radio. Alternatively, you can call us on 011-976-0600. Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. If you want to have a remarkable event, Murangi Productions is your go-to service provider. We offer state-of-the-art sound system, stage, lights, LED screens, live streaming, live DVD recording, conferencing, and many more. No event is bigger than our service, and our end product will amaze you till you drop. Call us now on 011-524-0186 or 072-973-6356. Murangi Productions, we are leading the way. God is our CEO. It is exactly 42 minutes past the hour, 10 o'clock. We are still in studio in conversation with Pastor James Sipa, talking all things tithes and offerings. What are the misconceptions about tithes and offerings? You are more than welcome to send uh, through your questions to 067-153-1089. And uh, Muruti, we have a question here on our WhatsApp line, and they are asking, why was Abel's offering accepted and Cain's offering? was not yeah that's a very interesting one and mm. and and it's a very good a- example actually to use yeah. when it comes to um giving of tithes and offerings but l- let's first look at uh, god's comment mm-hmm. after because we know that they both gave and then the bible says god didn't you know favor uh, cain's mm-hmm. offering mm-hmm. and he got angry right mm. <laughs> he was very much upset like mm. many people who are angry out there mm. but then in verse number six the bible says then the lord said to cain why are you angry why is your face downcast mm. if you do what is right will you not be accepted mm. if you do not do what is right sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you but you must rule over it. Now, mm. that for me, it's a first hint that God was simply saying, this guy didn't do right. Mm. And he mm. knows very well. Mm-hmm. That's why God did not even get into details. Okay, He, he was simply saying, but why are you angry? You, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you do right, mm. you will be favored. But if not, but then let's go back to see when they gave both of them, right? Yeah. Uh, in verse number three, in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering. Right, but let's 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 look at verse three again. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil, some of the fruit of the soil, as an offering to the Lord. But listen to when it describes Abel's offering, and Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn wow. of his flock. Then the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. So you see that Abel's offering was very much intentional. He chose specifically mm. fat portions. Wow. It just didn't take anything. Remember, even in in, in Malachi, uh, the, God will talk about honor to say when you give, don't dishonor God because you can bring an offering which is an, a dishonor to God. Sure. Because of uh, this is how I normally put it: when you give, God does not look at what you bring; mm-hmm. He looks at where it comes from. Wow. 
So like at church, if somebody comes today and gives 100,000 rands and somebody else gives 1,000, you know, we, we focus on what is on the table, right? Because mm -hmm. this one is bigger than the mm -hmm. other. But only God knows right. where it comes from where the 100 comes from. Mm. Because chances are the 100 comes from 200 million. Mm. But the 1,000 comes from 10,000 rands. Wow. In as far as God is concerned, the one who gave a 1,000 is the one who will be favored mm. than the other one. So it's a, and that 100, much as it's a big amount, but it can be an offering that dishonors God. Mm. So that's why he says, if you say I'm your father, where is my honor? Look at the offerings you give. You are bringing things that are lame, you know, animals that are blind and everything, and you are you are bringing them to me, and yet you claim that I'm your God and you honor me. So your your offerings speaks volumes. So it's <laughs> the same as bringing nine percent instead of ten percent. Exactly, you are not doing yourself justice. Exactly. Actually, yeah. mm. I I like the fact that in Malachi three, God uses this language. He says, "You rob me." Yes. So it means, you know, God calculates. He's like, okay, you <laughs> you choose to to calculate you in your own way, way, you know. So so Basically. if he uses that language of rob, you are robbing me. Mm. So God says, no, you are calculating to favor yourself here. Yeah. Mm. You know. Hey, I guess we're trying to pecha pecha here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other question that I got here on on my WhatsApp was that. What if I don't go to church? Mm -hmm. Should I still donate? And they specifically use the word donate mm -hmm. my 10% of my income. So I don't go to church. I like the things of God. I'm, 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 I'm a born again, but then I don't go to church. Should I still donate 10% of my income? It, it, does that person mean they are no longer Christian when they say if I no, no they are Christian, church. they just don't go to church. But why, why, the, why are they praying then? Why are they still praying? <laughs> so if if they are no longer uh, going to church because of whatever mm. reason, mm. and they choose this one thing that I'm no longer going to, then wh why do you continue praying? Why do you continue reading the Bible? Why do you continue doing these other things? So you might as well stop everything. Oh, okay. Because if you are a Christian, tithing is one of the requirements, just like prayer, just mm -hmm. like reading the word, just like any other thing. So why mm -hmm. why stop this one? They think that involves man, you know, And for me, it, that question can also come from a place of, I no longer like the church because you know that you can pray from home, read the word from home, yes. and, and, and. But as soon as you withdraw your money from the kingdom of God, you, you, you are no longer for the kingdom. Because withdrawing your tithe, you are withdrawing your support. You are, you are saying, in other words, I'd rather support an orphanage than the church. Mm. And and I'm not saying it's wrong to support the orphanage, but if you are going to get to a point where you are going to favor any other place than the church, mm. then I'm, I'm questioning your Christianity. Here's an interesting one, Muruti. Yeah. If I decide that I'm not going to give 10%, I'm going to give 20%, will God bless me like double? Or it's just gonna bless me. Yeah, what if I give more like more? level ten percent blessing kind of vibes? Yeah, look, uh, let, let's look at it this way. Some people will, for an example, uh, according to their faith, they will say, uh, "You know what? I'm earning two thousand rands, but I'm believing God for a job um, that will pay me four thousand rands." And they will say, instead of tithing. Um, for an example, 200 rands. I will tithe 400 rands because of their faith. And, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. 
if a person does it mm -hmm. from there, nobody is telling you to do that. To yes. say, in order for you to get there, this is what you must do. But if you feel in your spirit that uh, this is what I'm believing God for, and I'm going to give my tithe according to where I am believing God for, fine with you. I honor you for that. As a matter of fact, this is one of the things that at some stage even my wife did, and it worked for her. Wow. You know, I literally saw my wife's salary being doubled right in front of my eyes wow. through the similar principles. So it works, but it has to be something that you do from your own faith, you know, as convicted by the Spirit of God. Because sometimes uh, the Spirit of God can convict you um, to, to, to do something in terms of your offerings. Um, giving is, is, is this way. Giving, number one, is systematic. Mm -hmm. This is when it mm -hmm. is structured. Mm -hmm. This is when you stick to, okay, my, I'm giving my 10% and an extra for this and that. Yeah. But uh, giving also is spontaneous. In mm -hmm. other words, the, the Spirit of God can prompt you at a certain time to say, even if I've planned to give 100 dollars, the Spirit of God can prompt you and say, give X amount of money because of what he wants to do or where he wants to take you or whatever the case may be. And also, giving is also sacrificial. This mm. is when I decide mm. to say, Minage Jacob, I'm, I'm going to God, I'm going to take my whole salary. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my whole salary as a sacrifice, give it because mm. I'm mm. believing you for one, two, three, and four. And I've seen people applying all of these things and, and working for them in their lives, you know, for as long as they are not going to be prescribed, for mm -hmm. as long as we are not going to force you to say, you know, I can't come to you and say, the Spirit of God says you must give me this, you know, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. because then how do you know I'm not manipulating you? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking, you, you mentioned like me taking my whole salary and giving it and so forth. Mm. Um, I, I also know of instances where, um, let's say, maybe I have been believing God for a job and all of that. My parents have also been praying with me. And then finally, I get that job. And then with my first salary, I take that salary and I put it, or rather I give it yeah. to my parents as a form of a seed. I'm yeah. planting a seed towards my parents. And then I don't give my tithes. Is that still okay? I'd rather advise you to first give your tithe, then give your then parents. Then give your parents. <laughs> yeah. Because, you see, the, the, my challenge here yeah. is how, the, how God, let me put it this way, how God looks at the tithe. Yeah. That's where my problem is. Because if you study the whole principle of tithing, mm. God is very specific to say tithe belongs to him. Mm. And at some stage, it really looks at it as an accursed thing. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that's why if you... you for me, I feel bad for the person you give that 10% to. Because mm. mm. God guards it with his everything. Yeah. Because yeah. in the Bible, it says it belongs to him. Mm -hmm. So you, for me, I, w I wouldn't do that to my parents. I okay. wouldn't set them up okay. uh, with, with something like that. I'll first give my 10% my mm -hmm. then give them the 90. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Kat coming back and saying, are we saying that our blessings and protection and in very bold, Muruti, mm -hmm. so it's just so you know, yeah. uh, are directly linked to our tithes? Example, no tithe, no blessing, no protection. Yeah, no, not really. But let me let me put it in simpler terms because um, that's, that's one of my favorite questions again. Mm -hmm. Let me put it in this way. When you get saved, God gives you everything. Yes. You are blessed when you when you when you uh you, when you decide Jesus I take you as my personal Lord, Lord and, and Savior. Savior. You know the Bible says curses are broken. The blessing of Abraham is upon your life. You you are you are seated in heavenly places. You know mm. everything. You are a full package. Yes. But here's the reality: 
um, not everything is going to manifest all at once. That's mm. one. And two, uh, you there are certain things that if you don't maintain in your life, mm. all of these things that you've been given, you will start losing. You will start losing. Because, l- look, if, if let's say, for an example, let's take tithe and put it aside. If you are a Christian and you 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 are blessed and you, you are born again, you are blessed, highly favored, all of those things mm. combined, and then you stop praying, is it not going to affect you? It will. Yes. It will affect you. So in the same way, so it, it, God gives us everything. That's the beauty about the new covenant is that God gives you everything in advance. Mm-hmm. That's why I said earlier there's no longer a need to test God. Because he has given you everything. His mm. protection. He's, mm. he's going to keep you. He's going mm. to be with you. All of those promises that we are talking about, the benefits, are with you. But then God says, here's what you need to do to make sure that you sustain all of those things. Mm. So, so even with the issue of Malachi 3, many people argue that, look, uh, God does not curse you because you are not tithing. I agree with you. Mm. And even in Malachi 3, God did not say, if you don't tithe, I will curse you. He did mm. not say that, but he said, you are cursed with a curse. So in other words, he's simply saying, you find yourself having, you know, to fight things that you are not supposed to be fighting, mm-hmm. you know, because you've stopped doing this. Because when you stop doing it, it's like you are, you are, you are creating an opening in your life. Mm. Paul puts it this way, don't give place to the devil. Mm. So, so these things, we practice them to make sure that we don't give place to the devil. So yes, it's not it's not uh, do, doing these things for the blessings. Those things we get them in advance, but it's so that we don't lose them. Mm. I like that when you say "hurry." We are already blessed. But the moment I receive Jesus Christ as my personal yeah. Lord and Savior, not everything is going to come all at once. Mara mm-hmm. in advance, yeah. and they will come in their time. Mm. That's why I, I I think now you're making me understand what God's timing is perfect mm. because now all these things are, are, are already mine. What are, the timing is just not the right one yeah. at that point in time. Yeah, let us, let us help Goodwill Muruti because I think he was not tuned in last week. So he's asking uh, a similar question from last week, saying that people who go to church but tithe at the church at home, meaning where I'm coming from, mm. uh, coming to Gauteng, fellowships at the church, and then the tithe goes to Limpopo. Mm. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we like you said, we answered it last week. And, mm. and, uh, and I said, if you you are still a member mm. of uh, the Limpopo Church, Church. Church. Association. You know, tithe there, yeah. you know. But as soon as you make the decision that the church that I'm visiting in Gauteng is mm. now my local church, mm. you know, and then you've resigned from the one in Limpopo, then you can start tithing in Gauteng. But for as long as you are still here in Gauteng and you are just a casual visitor, mm. you can mm. support that church through your um, normal offerings um, that many other people give on Sunday mm. uh, because I like it because even let's say for an example, people like um, Joseph Prince on mm. TV, mm. he understands that there are many Christians who are connecting and watching and he will say specifically that as Joseph Prince ministries, we believe your tithe belongs to your local church. Mm. Wow! All the other offerings that you want to give to us are more than welcome, but we emphasize tithe mm. to you. So even if you can be sitting listening to mm. Joseph Prince every day, yeah. he himself encourages you that if you are belonging to a particular local church, why is he saying that? Is that if you lose somebody at right, home right. or something goes wrong, you, yeah. are, you are not going to find him anywhere. Mm, yes. <laughs> you are going to go yeah. to your local church, right? True. So it's the same principle for me. So if you, you 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 are just fellowshipping here 
because you are here because of work, but you have not really changed local churches, tithe in your home um, church. Mm. Wonderful. With three minutes left, mm-hmm. yes, uh, and we have identified all our winners, yes. and is going to sign them, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, yes, I think this is what we won't we won't finish the topic about tithings and offerings. Let's yeah. just put it at that. <laughs> the topic is very lengthy, and we yes. could get it for another four weeks, mm-hmm. but we will never finish. Thank yeah. you so much, Moroti. From my, my side, we're taking in that. I have learned. I I I am I'm filled. I have gotten new other revelations about yeah. tithing things and offerings that I might have missed in past sermons Coco, <laughs> my local church yeah. but then I feel like this was an opportunity because for many people, yes, we think we sometimes know what, what tithing is, yeah. but sometimes we do it incorrectly. Yeah. And this is why we have these platforms to invite pastors like yourself to say, what, let's unpack mm. this situation. Yes, two hours at church sometimes is not long enough. Yeah. You know, mm. when it comes to offerings, it's going to be a, a five-minute sermon yeah. about let us give, let us offer, mm. you know. But then we don't have time to actually sit down and unpack all these things. Yeah. And mm. this has been a great opportunity and this Definitely. has been a great platform for us to have these sensitive topics, yeah. 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 especially <laughs> when it comes to money. And this yeah. is where we wrap it up today. Yeah. It's been good. It's been a pleasure and wonderful stuff. And uh, from my side, I, I have learned that no matter how hectic things get, Murudi, don't compromise. Yes. yes. Don't compromise. The same Please. way uh, we close our eyes when we buy our favorite shoe. Let's yep. just close that Swipe eye. It. You know? <laughs> Swipe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just quickly to announce uh, uh, the winners of the books uh, who are, are going to be getting uh, Pastor James Sipa's books. Uh, please listen up carefully. Goodwill Masangu, Bongani Mlambo. Eunice Kala. No, Bongani is from church as well. No, Bongani is from, oh. from church. <laughs> 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 All right. Goodwill Mashangu, Eunice Kala, Kat, who has been communicating with us on our WhatsApp line, and more blessing Gordo. Please send us a text on 067 1089 and we will give you further details as to when you can come and collect Connected. your books. Yes, and yes, congratulations to everyone. So we wanted, we had identified people like Hope and so many others. <laughs> and Morat is like, no, they're from my local church. I know them. I know, I know them. them. <laughs> they must come. So they yes, disqualified. <laughs> disqualified for all those people who are thinking, mm. okay, I, I, I've been here active for the past four weeks. And we're like, Morat is like, no. Rest. <laughs> Rest. <laughs> so congratulations to everyone that has won those books. Please do send us a text on our WhatsApp line, like Oli had said, 067 one zero eight nine, and we'll give you further details uh, as to how you can come and collect your books signed by our very own Pastor Jacob Msipa. Muruti, let's wrap it up. Last words. All I can say is that keep on tithing mm-hmm. and um, do it because it's a very sacred thing you can ever do in your life. Mm. Yeah. Keep on tithing. Keep on tithing. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on tiling. It is top of the hour. Hey, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> uh, let's take news with Ole Guha. Thank you so much for everyone. And after that. <laughs>